Welcome to the Run Back to Jesus podcast, where we are going to let go of all the weights holding us down and run the race God designed us for. Welcome. I'm so excited to have you here today. The last couple of weeks, we've talked all about putting God first in our life, and we've talked about why running back to him, distractions from running back to him. And so today I want to jump in to this topic of when you are running back to Jesus and you are trying to follow his path, but you start to question yourself and you start to think, is this the path from him? I have struggled with this for a long time in my life. I feel like I just struggle with it so much that I just become indecisive and I don't even make a decision. And so in looking back, I have learned a lot. And so many times people will say, you know, don't look back, tear off the rearview mirror. But I feel like there is so many things we can learn by going through our past. We can see one, how God was faithful in our life and how he provided in seasons where we just didn't think we were going to make it through. We can see areas that we didn't get it right. <laughs> we messed up and got it wrong. And we can also see the times where we did get it right and what worked. And so what I want to do is share with you some things that are helping me. Again, I'm not perfect at this, but some things that are helping me when I feel like I just have a decision in front of me and I feel like I've got a couple options and I'm not sure which one to take or I'm trying to make this big life change and I just, I'm really not sure, is this from God. And so the first thing that I do, and this is something really simple, but I also need reminded of this all the time, is just simply pray about it. I, I have to say, am I seeking God's guidance? Am I just directly asking him to help me? I feel like I'm someone who just needs it spelled out. Like, God, just tell me what you want me to do. Write it on a piece of paper and I'll go do it. And so a prayer that I, I love, and I've just really said this on repeat in these last few seasons, is as simple as this. God, open doors I cannot close. And closed doors, I cannot open. I'm just asking him to make it, just open this door that just seems like I just got to walk through it and just close the ones that aren't meant for me. And I actually, when I was looking to get back into healthcare this last winter, just kind of through the pandemic, I just had this feelings of just going back and helping out, but I never really pursued it. And it just came really strong this winter. And so as I started to pursue some things, I just remember praying this. I'm like, I'm just going to look at a lot of different options and God just open the door you want me to go through and close the ones you don't. And a lot of doors closed and a lot of doors just didn't feel right. And it was almost a sense of peace. When that door closed, it just, that's a sign too. That is a sign for you is that when a door closes and you don't worry about it, it was a sign it was never meant for you. But then as these doors closed, there was this day where I just got this message and it was my old hospital in South Carolina and they needed some temporary help. And I had thought so hard about how could I go back and help them during the pandemic? My hospital where I had come from, um, they were one of the hardest hit. And I just always thought I'd love to go down and help them, but just didn't really know how it was feasible because I didn't live in that area anymore. And so this again, it just was like, you just need to walk through this because you can go for as long as you want. It's a great offer. They take such good care of me. So I went and looking back, if I would have tried to knock down those doors that closed and go through them, I would have not been ready for when the right door opened. And so sometimes God maybe closing these doors for you so that when the one is ready to open, you're there and you're available. And with that too, it's also just knowing that gut feeling, that gut feeling of this just feels what I meant to do. And you have this sense of, it's just this weird, you can't explain it. Like I said, that gut feeling and what that gut feeling is, is the Holy Spirit, right? In John 14, 26, it says the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said. The Holy Spirit comes in and when you're praying and you just kind of get this, I just, I don't know why I can't explain it, but I feel like this is the way I should go. That is most of the time when you are praying and putting God first, the Holy Spirit guiding you. And the next thing that really helps kind of put all this together is journaling. 
is actually taking pen to paper and writing things down. If you would have told me probably a year ago that I'd be journaling all the time, I would have told you, I don't have time for that. Well, I don't know why I would journal. Um, I would have thought, I just, I would have never thought I'd be a journal person, but one of my friends in my Bible study got us journals and I'm like, well, I'm just going to start writing these things out. It's kind of a season where I was trying to figure things out and I have filled that journal up and about ready to get another one because it's helped me so much. One, it's helped me write out my fears. It's helped me put them on paper and just kind of pray to God as I'm writing them out. It's helped me see what's on my heart. And as I kind of flip back through and you kind of reflect, you start to find trends, which is also helpful when you're making a decision. You can write out pros and cons, right? If you have two decisions, which one has all these benefits and what are the risks going with it? And you can evaluate that way and it can help you pray further and just kind of reflect on it and seek God's guidance. And when you are looking at these decisions, the other thing that it's helped me do is kind of see, okay, is the options in front of me, is one of them kind of seeking these worldly desires, right? Am I going for kind of status or recognition or financial security or whatever it may be? Or is this something that I truly feel is from God? And in Galatians 5.22, we see that the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So I look at my options and say, do these options bring these things, one, in my life, and two, not just for me, but the people around me, my family, my children, my coworkers, those that I will be surrounded by as I go down this path. And so it's seeing what is produced by this. And which option can help me get more of these things? Now, remember, there are distractions and the enemy doesn't want you to go down the course that leads to Jesus. But when you sit down and you take away all of your emotions, your fears, your worries, and you just look at it as option A or option B, which one helps me produce fruits that are of the spirit and not these worldly desires? And then this is probably the one I struggle with the most. It's just giving it time, right? I always feel like, okay, I should just pray and have this answer. But we know. We know that God works in his own time and he might be putting things together right now for you. And he's not ready to open that door. Just like when I was looking to get back into healthcare, he needed to close a couple of those doors because it wasn't time for me yet. And so I needed that patience so that when that door opened, I was available. Romans 8, 28 says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him and who have been called according to his purpose. He is working to make it all make sense. Isaiah 40, 31, those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up wings like eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not go faint. I don't know about you, but I would love to run every day and not grow weary. And that is not just physically, which I do have that desire, but also mentally. I'd like to go through my day and not grow tired. And those people who find that are the ones who wait for God, right? Psalm 27, 14 says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. It says it twice, which if it says it twice, that means we need to hear it. And so maybe this is the next thing. Maybe you are in a place where you are in a season of waiting, Again, this is not easy for me. I like to be in control. I like to be feeling like I'm making progress and making motion. But sometimes God calls us to these seasons of waiting and they are so important. They are so important because these seasons of waiting let us calm down, let us refuel our souls, let us pray more, let us run back to Jesus more. And that may be what he's asking you right now. And sometimes I find too that when I go and I actually let go of trying to figure it all out. And I just kind of sit back. I realized that I thought I maybe only had two paths to take, right? I only had option A or option B. But when I sit back 
and I actually relax and I pray and I reflect more, I see that there was something in front of me the whole time that I didn't even see because I was so focused on option A or option B that the option C was right in front of me and C took me right back to Jesus. And so it's letting yourself have that season of rest and knowing that maybe right now just isn't the time to make the decision. Maybe God is working something bigger and this is your season not just to sit and I don't want to say like this is your season just to sit and watch Netflix all day, (laughs) but this may be your season just to pray more to find that faith and to know that God is working even when you can't see it or it doesn't make sense and just to continue where you're at until the right door opens. And then when you feel like that door is open, so you feel like you've prayed about it often and over and over and over and over again, and you feel like you've found something that will produce God's fruit, that you feel like his path, it's time to take action. It's time to put one foot in front of the other. And again, disclaimer, this will not be easy. The enemy does not want you to take the path to Jesus. So he is going to throw everything in front of you to prevent you, one, from even starting. The easiest way for him to work is to stop you from even taking the step. He will tell you something like, you probably should just stay where you are right now. I don't know why you think you would take this path. It's not even going to work out anyways. Maybe he's telling you right now it's selfish to want to go down this path, right? It's selfish and you shouldn't be selfish, so don't do it. Maybe he's telling you you don't have the time or the finances. Or could you imagine what they'll say about you when they find out you're doing this? And boy, oh boy, when it doesn't work out, because you know it's not going to work out, what is everyone going to say about you? All right. So the enemy may plant those seeds in your mind. And so what I try to do is imagine those things that will come up ahead of time and then prepare some weapons, also known as some words from the Bible. Jesus is our strength when we take the path to him. And so it's finding some truths. Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. I love this because I can have so many options and I can bounce around so much. And this gives me comfort that I know that maybe I have a lot of different options in my life, but as long as I keep seeking him, his plan will prevail. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. Trust him and lean not on your own understanding. This is hard to let go of because as humans and as people who like, we like to be in control. We like to know exactly how it's going to work out exactly step-by-step where it's going to go, where it's going to lead. And this is just saying, let go of that. Trust God, lean not on your understanding, acknowledge him, put him first, seek him, and he will make the path straight. He will make it go exactly where it needs to. Jeremiah 1:15 Before I formed you in the womb I knew you and before you were born I consecrated you I appointed you a prophet of the nations God already knows the plans that he has for your life he already knows where he wants to take you And so if he's putting it in your heart it is there for a reason if you've prayed about it if you see the good that can come from it there may be obstacles in the way but he's saying trust me take a step Come to me right he's just saying come to me and I will guide you Psalm 32, eight, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. He loves you and he doesn't want to see you fail. He's not going to take you down a path that's not going to lead you right back to him. 
It may have struggle. It may have hard seasons. You may go some through some valleys, but he loves you and he knows exactly what you need to get to the place where you can take all the gifts he's given you. That's another thing to look at. What gifts has God given you in your life? What are the things that just come natural to you? If we sat down and talked today and I had this one thing in common with you, what would we just sit, even if we were complete strangers and just talk about all day? Those are your gifts. And he gave those to you for a reason. And he wants you to use those to serve his people. So if it produces fruit and if it also utilizes the gifts that you just have, the things that you just love, it's likely from him. And maybe you're also sitting here thinking, well, I have a couple options that I feel like fit all these molds, right? I could do this, this, or this, and I feel like I've prayed about them. They all kind of seem good. They all could produce fruit. And you're stressing about them. You're like, I've got all these options. I don't know which way to take. If I go this way, I don't want to get it wrong and miss the plan God had for me. And you're just spinning and going really fast. Maybe God is saying, slow down. I really don't care which one you pick. Just take me with you, right? Maybe he's saying, I don't care if you work from home or in an office. Just take me with you and serve my people. I don't care if you go back to school or you want to start your own business. I, I don't care to serve my people, right? Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. As for working for the Lord and not human masters. Sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves just to get it right and we overthink it and we just paralyze ourselves and think that God has just one plan for us. And maybe he's saying this thing that you're worried about right now in the big picture doesn't really matter. I'm just asking that you put me first and that wherever you go, you're taking me with you. Because if it's not the right place, like we talked about before, he will lead you back to where you're meant to be. And so what we just need to think about, and this is these are reminders I need. These are reminders I need all the time is, am I truthfully praying about it? Am I seeking God for it? Am I slowing down long enough to hear what he's saying and to hear those things that keep coming up in my heart? Am I trusting myself that when it's time I take action? Or am I in a season of waiting? Am I in a season where it's just not time? And I I think to the farmers that plant crops and field, there is a season where you take what you have, the gifts you are given, and you work hard and you plant them and you fertilize them and water them and you you help them grow. And then there also comes a season of waiting where you've done this hard work, you've planted a lot of seeds and you got to give it time to grow, right? Because if you take the harvest off too early, you're not going to get the crop that you want. So maybe that's a season you just planted a lot of stuff, take a deep breath and let it grow, And then there also comes a season where you got to harvest. You got to get all those good things that you work so hard for. And that does happen in life. But then there also comes winter. There also comes winter where it's dark. It's cold. You don't know when spring's going to come. Maybe you don't even know the seeds that you have to plant. And sometimes that winter season can be really hard. But what I feel, and at least in my life that I've seen, is those are the seasons where God is saying, Grab the blanket, cuddle up next to me, and let's just talk. Let's just talk and figure out what seeds do you want to plant? What path do you want to go down? And take the time to renew yourself so that when I open that door and it is time for spring and it's time for you to go to work, you're ready. Instead of being the person who is just all winter out trying to plant seeds in that field and it snows and kills them, plant seed in that field, snows and kills them because it wasn't the right season. And so even in that season where it is dark and cold and you don't feel like he's working or you don't see him, he is sitting right here next to you, sitting right here next to you, doing the things to put you back together, to help you find that strength for when it's your time to plant. So let's close in prayer today. 
God, help me to see the paths that you have put in front of me. Help me to seek you first, to slow down long enough to hear your voice and to recognize when the door is open. God, open doors I cannot close and close doors I cannot open. Amen. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you want to keep running back to Jesus with us or walking or going for a spin on your spin bike or some strides on your elliptical, we've got our prayer and workout this Saturday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come join a group of like-minded individuals who are all on their own path, but we're all running back to Jesus. And move your body and pray with us and just have that fun and fire of community to run into your weekend. You can enroll at palmrunning.com slash virtual events or see the link in the show notes.